Yo, what's up? I'm Clee the Visionary, and this is the Build Your Vision Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to let you in on a secret way that I have maximized my productivity. And truly, honestly, I don't believe anyone on planet Earth is doing this. <laughs> this is the last episode of the series we've been in called You Inc. What if you treated your life like a business and it ties everything together that we've been talking about over the past five episodes and I hope you enjoy it I hope you can apply it to your life and I hope this series has revolutionized how you see yourself and how success can be obtained faster because of this paradigm shift in your life let's get into this episode you're listening to the build your vision podcast a podcast series about maneuvering the ups and downs of building a life that you're proud of, captured in real time. A community where dreamers become doers, and doers become world changers. Let's go. We're going Hollywood. That's right. You just landed your star role in a TV series all about you, your obstacles, and your victory over those obstacles. The contracts are signed. You're paid. You have secured the bag. And the production studios are really, really believing in you. Smile for the paparazzi. All right. A little while back, I made an episode on this podcast called A Message to All Dreamers. It was episode 92, I believe. In that episode, I shared the difference between authors and film producers. Authors share ideas. Producers share ideas actions. This metaphorically symbolizes the epidemic of actionless visionaries across the globe, creative and innovative people who share their profound thoughts, ideas, and theories, but the buck stops there. Most never take action on building their visions. They choose to play it safe or back out once things start to get hard. They can make it look like they're producing a movie online, on their social media account, or just in their conversations. But in reality, they just have a big portfolio of ideas. They're writing a book, not filming a movie. So my message to all dreamers was to stop being an author and start being a movie star. Metaphorically speaking, of course. I titled that episode, A Message to All Dreamers. But really, it was also a message to myself. As a visionary, I constantly found myself in cycles of having so many ideas, starting, stopping, switching, reviving projects. But when I look back and picture my life as a movie, the film freaking sucked, man. No one wants to watch a film about a person who almost did a bunch of stuff. I was busy, but I wasn't productive until I made this one pivot. This is the cherry on top of you, Inc., that will practically aid you in executing all the things we talked about up until this point. Who you serve, your why, your vision, your mission, keeping the end in view, all of that stuff that we talked about is completely pointless if we don't act on any of it. Like I always say, everything I talk about on this show is based on things I have actually executed in my own life. And I just share my insights with you or the insights from an expert on that topic. And I began to realize over time that life being like a movie sounds nice and it seems cool, but it's not really reality. Life is actually nothing like a movie. A movie has a beginning, 
a middle and an end. A movie has conflict and a resolution. A movie has a set number of characters. A movie is a piece of art. Life is none of these things. Life begins and you have no idea where the middle or end is. Life has conflict and sometimes no resolution. Life has a constant incoming and outgoing of characters. Life isn't a piece of art. It is art. They're just not the same. Then I made this connection. Life isn't like a movie. It's more like a TV series. Stick with me now. You have a main character and you have a premise. That's it. You don't know when the show will end. New characters will emerge. Some will go. Some even may die. The show changes as the characters change. And when the show ends, that's the resolution, not the problem being solved. And no one, including the main character or the audience watching, knows how many seasons are in the tank. So I said to myself, what if I treat each day like it was an episode of my own TV series? That was the beginning of my productivity changing forever. Here's what I started doing. I started journaling every night what type of episode I was going to live the next day. I would treat it just like Netflix. Each episode slash day, I would write an episode title and an episode summary. I would write it just like how you would see it on TV. Here are some of the episode and titles that I've written in my own personal journal. Like I'm literally reading this straight out of my notebook to you right now. Uh, here's season one, episode five. Star client. In spite of the whirlwind of ideas and tasks on Cleavon's plate, he locks in to make sure he serves his star client at the moment. Season one, episode six, Company Crunch. With only six days left at his job, Cleavon tries to crack down on working early so he isn't stressed in his last corporate days. Uh, let's go here. Uh, season one, episode 11. Title, Christ and Cash. Summary, Cleavon attempts to understand what seek first the kingdom of God truly means as he tries to prioritize Christ while having looming project deadlines. Uh, let's go here. Season 1, episode 13, Renovation and Motivation. Cleavon begins with the renovation process for his home studio and motivates his mom through some much-needed business coaching. Uh, season 1, episode 20, Closure. Cleavon sets out to close all the open loops in his life so that he could focus on what matters. Like, y'all probably think I'd be playing when I say I really do this stuff. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> but each summary has three things. It's just a simple formula. You'll see it literally on any episode summary if you pull up the, the thing on TV. Each summary includes a defined character or characters, a mission, and adversity. In some variation of that order. Defined character, a mission, with adversity. Journaling like this was very cool and it was very helpful to me. Since I wrote these at night, when I woke up, I knew exactly the direction I wanted my day to go in. If I forgot, I could just glance in my journal and remember, oh yeah, today I was supposed to be working on the studio space. But the number one benefit of doing this was actually that it just simplified my days and weeks. I was no longer attempting to check off 17 things from my to-do list of never-ending an ever-changing task. I never felt productive when I would have these to-do lists. Even when I checked three or four things off of it, 
I would just focus on the 12 things that I never got close to accomplishing. Some of those things I hadn't gotten to for weeks because more urgent things would take priority on the to-do list. But when I began to view myself as the star of a television series, each day only had one objective. It's very hard to, you know, actually it's impossible to focus on 17 things. But it's very possible and actually quite easy to focus on just one. Now, you might be thinking, but Clee, before you were getting like three or four tasks done a day, now you're only getting one done? That does not sound more productive. That sounds less productive. You would think so. But actually, I was twice as much or even more productive than that. Here's why. Forcing myself, the main character, to focus on one objective for that day I will force myself to focus on what mattered the most. When I had a list, I would know I needed to cancel that yearly subscription before it renewed. But I will also see that I need to send that email. I need to write a script. I need to return that item to Target. I need to take that chicken breast out of the freezer so it could thaw. And I will often fall prey to doing what I felt like doing in that moment or approaching my list in the order of least resistance, which doesn't necessarily mean I'm getting what mattered the most done first. Lots of times I would never get around to what was most consequential or what actually moved the needle toward my goals. My life will constantly be swallowed up by minutiae, distractions, and unplanned occurrences. And then I'm kicking myself two days later when I see that $275 taken out of my account for the subscription I meant to cancel but never got around to on my list. Imagine just waking up and your journal says, an attempt to save money for his car repairs, Clee attempts to cancel his NFL Sunday ticket subscription, even though he's a diehard football fan. One character, one mission, one obstacle to overcome. Super simple. To make this practice even better, I added two more elements to my nightly journaling. I would leave space to ask myself, was today a success? And what would I do differently? This was super helpful because it greatly increased my levels of personal satisfaction. When I would get in bed, I would open up my journal to write my episode title and summary for the next day. But before I would do that, I would look at my entry for that day, and I would say to myself, hmm, was today a success? Yes, today was a success. I canceled my subscription like I said I would. What would I have done differently? Hmm, well, I probably would have done it before checking my emails, Because I got distracted by one email that was kind of urgent, and that would have thrown off everything. Not only did I give myself a pat on the back at the end of the day, but I course corrected as well. I articulated to myself how I could perform better the next day. This helped me a ton. Stuff I would know to do, but never did, I began to do just because I actually took the time to externally tell myself to do it. Now, let's be honest here. Sometimes I wouldn't completely complete my daily objective. You know, life happens. I remember one time my mom got sick and I had to take care of her. When I read my entry for that day, I still counted that day as a success because taking care of my mom and her health is way more important to me than whatever I planned for that day. Yes, you know, I was a little frustrated that I was behind schedule, But that day was a success. But when asked whether that day was a success or not, I was able to make a cognitive decision about what I actually found 
more valuable in my life. There have also been times when I fall short for no other reason than just making irresponsible decisions. When I write in my entry for that day, what would I do differently? I would have to look myself in the face and address what I did wrong. Next time, I won't go play basketball before sending follow-up emails to my coaching clients. I always say I'm not going to be that long, but that is never true. I get sucked in, we play a lot of games, and then three and a half hours has gone by. I have to send my emails out before I go hoop. Boom! Now I have a much higher chance of sticking by my own advice because I actually just took the time to get myself advice. And there are some days when I will say, hey, I wouldn't have done anything differently today. There's no formula to this. The key is just answering those two questions and being as honest as you possibly can be with yourself. Okay, what does this have to do with you, Inc.? Over time... I've been refining this process. Not only do I write my daily episodes and summaries to keep me focused, but I utilize daily everything we have built in you, Inc. up to this point. I start off my day by reading my obituary. Remember how I talked about this in episode 113? I know that sounds dark, but it's, it's really not that bad, guys. It's just a daily reminder that each day is a blessing and it could be my last. Let me live today in a way that lines up with how I want to be remembered in my obituary. Then I read my contracts, my why, my vision, my mission statement. This gives me an ongoing direction. Every TV show has direction for the main character. Whether it's a serious series like Manifest and the main character is trying to save his family from an impending death after reincarnated life. Or if it's a silly plot with Steve Urkel trying his best to win the heart of Laura Winslow. Doesn't matter. The main character has a purpose and direction they are headed. You have to say to yourself, I'm alive and here's what God has put on my heart to do with the life he has given me. This is the vision I'm building. This is the direction I'm headed. And lastly, now I haven't talked about this yet, but I read my show premise. Yes, I write a premise for myself, like for my life show. Every show has a premise, even before the first pilot episode is recorded. You also have a unique premise. A premise is constructed just like an episode summary. It's just an overarching summary for the entire show. There's still going to be a defined character or characters, a mission, and unique adversity. So here's my personal premise. A perpetual skeptic and ex-porn addict, Clee Davis, fights his inner demons and inhibitions after being called by God to change the world through a unique ministry. I stay who I am and my unique adversity first, and then the mission that I've been called to fulfill. Here are some premises from some popular shows that you probably have heard of. Lincoln Lawyer, Sign After an Incident, Hot Shot Los Angeles Lawyer, Mickey Haller, restarts his career and his trademark Lincoln when he takes on a murder case. Ozark, a financial advisor drags his family from Chicago to the Missouri Ozarks where he must launder $500 million in five years to appease a drug boss. Bridgerton. The eight close-knit siblings of the Bridgerton family look for love and happiness in London high society. Manifest. When a plane mysteriously lands years after takeoff, the people on board return to a world that has moved on without them and face strange new realities. How to get away with murder. Brilliant criminal offense attorney and law professor Annalise Keating plus five of her law students become involved in a twisted murder case. Breaking Bad, 
a high school chemistry teacher dying of cancer, teams up with the former student to secure his family's future by maintaining and selling crystal meth. Each premise has a character or characters, a mission for that character, and adversity in the way of that character, or in some other order of that. The character, the adversity, then the mission. But you get the idea. Having a premise helps gamify the human experience, and each episode of your story, more often than not, should support your premise. It's how I keep myself on track, focused, and locked in on building my vision and running my life like a business. You, Inc. This ties everything together. Each day, I begin with the end in mind. How do I want to be remembered if today was my last day? I review my contracts, my why, my vision, my mission, and I gamify the human experience by understanding my premise. I am in an ongoing fight with my inner self to build what God has called me to build. How is today going to make my premise possible? It sounds like a lot, but honestly, like I read through this thing in like a minute, two minutes. It does not take that long. This keeps my daily agenda simple, increases my personal morale and keeps me more productive and effective rather than just busy. Now, I know this could feel like a lot to process, but it just takes a little time and attention to actually do it. The rewards and the clarity are just invaluable. Now, I pondered whether I should make this U Inc. series into a real-life daily planner because that's essentially what I've assembled for myself. That way, all you have to do is fill these things in for yourself and you have it all in one organized, aesthetically pleasing place. If that's something you are interested in or something that you would like to have, just DM me on Instagram or Facebook with the words "you Inc. My social handles will be in the show notes. Uh, but you can pretty much find me anywhere on the internet as Clee the Visionary. So, yeah. And if you're listening to this well after the release date, if the planner has been created because there's been interest shown, the link will also be in today's show notes slash description. All right, guys, we did it. Like, this is, we finished the U Inc. series. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you can apply it to your life. I hope this series has revolutionized how you see yourself and how success can be obtained faster because of this paradigm shift. What if you treated your life like a business? And what if you treated each day like you were the star of your own TV series? I love this stuff. All right, guys. Hope you're on blessed time. Till the next time. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace. Executive production by Cleavon Davis. Music production by Cleavon Davis and Christian Hernandez. The Build Your Vision podcast is a product of Build Your Vision LLC. Hey guys, Clee here. Thanks so much for listening to the Build Your Vision podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would think you did if you stayed all the way to the end. The best thing that you could do to help support this show is by sharing it with somebody. By you just taking a few seconds to recommend this show to somebody, you are making a huge impact, not only on the success of this show, but possibly on that person's life.